Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to an episode of And I'm All Set. I am Pyro, br brought to you by, yup, words. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Hanging out with our fearless leader, Minnie. <laughs> Nazum, Kesey, and Froglinostics. Sorry, we're struggling behind the scenes here. Uh, all the shits were messed up. All right, now it says excellent. We're I mean, good. Wait, you got a mouse in your pocket? Oh, no, it's like... I'm just joking. When I turned down the PC to join... First, I joined the, the Discord call, and my video wasn't popping up. So I restarted Discord like three times. Still nothing. So I restarted my computer. So when my computer came back on, it was like, oh, let's finish setting up your PC as if there was an update. So I was like, okay did all the things and then OBS opened up and it and then it opened up to the the stream wizard and what that does is it sends test stuff to the stream and it sees what your bit rate is and all that stuff and all the best settings for your stream and it set it to uh 9000 for the bit rate so when we went live it it just i mean it was just finicky and all my things were saying that the bit rate was fair. And if it's not green, I, I have to do everything over because when it goes, like if it's in fair or poor, you end up with stuttering issues, you know? And I don't mean like my words. I just mean the screen. Like we would all be like, and that's not going to be fun for anybody. Anyways. Oh, I talk. Stop shaming me. So now... That I said everything. I lowered the bit rate, and and we're good, which is fine because Ow. I I I ended up stuttering the first time. Oh, and not to mention when we first went to do this, we weren't even streaming. I was just doing the intro to us. us. <laughs> that was it. Oh, Sometimes, even when the camera's not rolling, it's nice to be introduced. You know? Right? Everyone's I'm just going to do that every night when we when we get on together. I'm going to be like, all right, people. Because it's like, you know. Please, that would be fun. It's like we're all in the Truman Show anyways. Always. You know, <laughs> eight, we're, we're like our daily lives get broadcast across the universe to different alien homes. Beyond the stars. Including Mr. Beans, by the way. Oh, you know, just... yes. All right. Real quick. <laughs> before we get into the podcast, I have to say this. Okay. I saw this reel on Facebook or Instagram and it blew my mind and it makes fucking sense. So, Mr. Bean, if you are old enough to remember the Mr. Bean series that would play for us in the states on hbo um back in like the early, late 80s early 90s he's this you know british gentleman played by rowan atkinson and he's goofy he's silly he doesn't really talk you know and like when he does it's like today <laughs> you know it's like but he's like always got this like bright eyes uh, like a child first going out into the world and seeing things for the first time and he's like really goofy and some of the things he does just doesn't make sense you're like he's an adult how is he this 
for lack of a better term, stupid. Then I watched this reel, and this gentleman made a perfect pr- – and I, I want to say it's it's the truth. I'm just going to say, yes, this is what it is. Mr. Bean is a motherfucking alien. He's not human. So if you think about the way the series originally opened back in the day, it starts off with the beam of light that just appears pointing at the ground, like the British ground. And all of a sudden the light starts to expand and shrink, expand and shrink. Then all of a sudden it goes like big. And next thing you know, Mr. Bean just appears on the ground like foomp. Right, so he comes into the UK, crashing like a hot air balloon, and he gets up and he walks away. Why is that so funny? The British ground, the British ground, ground specifically. Well, because it's it's from it's you know it's the UK, it's it's the Brits. I watch where you're stepping, governor. I'm a part of that, you know. Anyways, I always thought that that was like a blinking street lamp. But it's not. The light is the light from the mothership. And he's being beamed down. And that's how the show starts. Now, what reaffirms this theory is now Mr. Bean, a few years ago, maybe maybe more than a few years ago, um, had the animated series come out. The Mr. Bean animated series. And there's an episode where there are UFO lands and Mr. Bean drives up to it. And this old woman's like, don't go over there. The aliens. You know, and like trying to stop Mr. Bean. And Mr. Bean just like, walks up to the UFO and the door opens up. And there's like 50 Mr. Beans on this UFO. And you know how he's got his teddy, right? His little teddy bear. Each one has their own version of the teddy bear. One's a sheep. One's like a sloth. Like they all have their own stuffed animal. And he gets on the ship, and then they go flying around, you know, the UK. So, yeah, the reason why Mr. Bean is such a goofball and does things that are just so ridiculously stupid is because he's not human. He's a fucking alien. And that's... We actually had a large discussion about this earlier on in the day, too. <laughs> and and the, way it, the way it pretty much starts, at one, at one point in time, we thought... What Rowan Atkinson is an alien, and it literally just flew us the way you put it forward this morning. It was I was so, like, I was just oh. excited. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm grabbing the butterfly nets. All right, I see. Huh? Oh, I, it's uh... very off putting when all of a sudden you just get this text message Mr. Bean is an alien. Just <laughs> 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 wanted to put out. I uh, would have been sat here with a tinfoil hat, you know, just. But you know, you did uh, clarify. <laughs> We're okay had you not, now. had you not, I think I would spend a day making the tin for a hat. <laughs> hmm. No, I would never talk badly about Rowan Atkinson. I am a huge Rowan Atkinson fan. What's his name again? Rowan <laughs> Atkinson. Rowan. Yeah. Atkinson. Rowan that's Atkinson. Two. That's two of the four of us that have now flipped you off. You don't He's from the UK. He's from the British ground. 
That's just because you started laughing and then I started laughing. Yeah, I don't know why it's so funny. It's just the way he says, like, oh, the British ground. That's why some British... people like, you know, they, he takes off into the sky in this spaceship. I'm like, the British sky. The <laughs> British sky, yeah. You didn't say that. And the Zoom is this British guy. Mm-hmm. Shrog is not. Oh. No. Not to be mistaken for the English guy. Fat He's Tom. a I shitty American like I don't do like a very myself. good British accent. It's terrible. <laughs> I like how he like it's a really good British accent. It's terrible. No, I said I don't do a really good British oh. accent. It's terrible. It's yeah, terrible. I can only do like a really good Boston accent. Fucking yeah, well, I mean, it's just an exaggerated version of our accent here. In exactly. Island. It's easy. Whoa. Oh, and I can do a pretty good Southern guy. I tell you what. Display I tell you what. I get in my truck right now, drive up to Canada, and smack you right on your fanny. Talking to you, Keezy. Yeah, you know it. Got a pretty mouth. Oh, my. I don't think a redneck would actually use the term fanny. Probably not. Be like, boy, I'm going to give you an ass whooping you will not believe. Let me tell you, you got a head on you like a woodchuck. Boy, you you don't know the difference between shit and shinola. I'll I tell you what. That's I'll actually what my grandfather would say to my like dad and my uncles. He'd be like, "Boy, you got a head on you like a woodchuck. You're uglier <laughs> than pig shit." <laughs> Let me tell you, when you were born, the doctor slapped your your mama. Jesus. Yeah, my grandfather was an asshole. He was awesome. Never mind. I don't want to get into that. We'll get into that off stream. Those stories. That's an off stream moment. It sounded like I just said that's an Austrian moment. <laughs> that is an off stream moment. Speaking of streaming. I wonder if they have their own ground too. One of the topics that we would like to talk about is females who stream. Ladies of the streaming verse. And not just streaming, gaming in general. And... I actually asked Minnie in the Zoom if we could talk about this because I had like this pretty much a one-way discussion with my female co-worker at work. And the reason why it's one way is because she had no fucking clue what I was talking about. You know, she's not like <laughs> a, a gamer or really knows much about streaming. Um, but I realized I was making some really good points to myself in my head as I was talking. <laughs> So I was like, I why don't we talk about this in the podcast where I have like-minded individuals who will actually understand what I'm talking about? So, yes. Well, then take it away, Pyro. All right. So I want to just first, one of the terms that I can't fucking stand when it comes to male streamers and how they address female streamers, and that's when they call them booby streamers. And the thing that I don't understand is, one, why they have to sexualize it. Not even that. Again, they're sexualizing boobs on top of that. Anyways, getting getting away from the topic. We don't want to do that. Anyways, one of the things that they say, one of their arguments is they dress scandally clad 
you know, they show their chest and, and they're stealing all, all their viewers. And that right there, I don't get. I don't understand how these guys really believe that these female streamers are stealing their viewers. Like, are they coming into your stream and, like, are in your chat and they're like, hey, chat, why are you hanging out with this guy when you could come check out my sexy body and come over to my channel? You know, that's that's not happening. What they're doing is they're coming up with their own type of content with a particular audience in their mind, and they're appealing to that audience, therefore getting their own viewers. You know, they're building their own community. They're getting their own viewership, and they're not taking away from you. Now, maybe instead of placing the blame on the female streamers, maybe look into yourself and your own content and wonder why you're not happy with your viewer count. You know, maybe you should, I don't know, fix your shit and do a better job, you know? The people, but the thing is, the people that are going to go watch those streams, right, are not your demographic. They will never come to your stream at all, no matter how good of a streamer you think you are. They're not there for you. They're not your audience. Therefore, you can't claim that these streamers are stealing your viewers. It's just not correct and another thing i noticed since streaming on kick you know twitch even though they don't really enforce it and i'm kind of glad that they don't enforce it where they have like dress codes and all that stuff you know whatever nudity is one thing i can understand that but if somebody wants to have a, a a stream where they're in their bathing suit in a bathtub filled with jello talking about god knows what that's fine let them you know what but, let, okay, let but, them but then they go, there's another point for that as well like you know where wherever like at the end of the day you could be cosplaying so why is it let's take permit head for example you know could put all the effort into the into the helmet and the rest of the body is like pretty much scantily clad right but it's mm -hmm. cosplay it's not nudity yeah. like you look at it that way as well and I was so early on you were just talking about all of these people like you're stealing views and stuff and it's more than like the same people who when they go into like a female streamer who might be kicking ass and you know doing awesome at COD for or whatever yeah. the competitive game is and be like oh you use aimbot you cheat you must be doing this you can't be this good like yeah. all of that well bullshit. I mean I was it's... I'd like to just put a pin in that because that was good. I was going to work. We were going to work into that specifically right now because we also want to talk about body shaming and, and all that stuff. So I figured we would keep everything into like. I was going to say, it has to be stated as well that. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that what some people may view as someone dressed scantily clad. Sometimes that's just how that individual is comfortable with dressing. We're not doing it for you. 
they're doing it for themselves. Yes. Yes. But, I, and I want to take it a step further. And, and let's just say, even if they are dressing a certain way to appeal to an audience, I say, fuck it, let them do it. You know? Yeah, so what? If so you don't what? like it, don't watch it. Exactly. And I know people are going to say, well, you know, kids come on Twitch. They watch streams, blah, 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 blah. 18 plus for a reason. And, you know, parents should be parenting and watching, making sure that the content that their child is consuming is what they are comfortable with them consuming. You know, mm -hmm. stop passing off the blame on everybody else inspecting, uh, you know, your their device to babysit your children. Mm -hmm. You know, stop. It's your fault. There's like so At many things the on day, your device that can block any of that content. It's your fault. You if your kid off. ends up stumbling upon a porno somehow by pushing buttons on their tablet or their phone or whatever, that's not, you're not going to call up the phone company and be like, excuse me, or call Internet Explorer or, or Chrome or, or Google and and blame them because that's ludicrous like someone who does you know but there are people out there that do do that like that's your fault put they have filters that you can add to make sure that certain things are blocked like take advantage mm -hmm. of it and if you don't understand technology then why would you put it something that you don't understand in the hands of your child if you do not know how to put those safety precautions up then maybe maybe you shouldn't have your kid be on them until you are properly educated on how these things work. You know, mm -hmm. you can go to the store that you bought it from and ask them how to put them on. Most and, places will tell. Yeah, and even even if, at that. the end of the day, if something ends up happening where they are consuming content that you're not comfortable with, figure it out. Stop passing the blame onto everybody else. That's your fault. That's your problem figure it out so going back to the female streamers again uh the specifically the in real life streamers who you know appeal to a certain demographic certain type of audience you know these guys really need to stop blaming them from taking their own their views at at the end of the day those people who are watching them aren't ever gonna watch you ever so you can't say that they're stealing your views you make your content better I've always said this, like at the end of the day, you with people can dress how they want. Like I'm 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 not even questioning that. But ultimately, just like any other industry, sex sells or this or sex appeal way, all of that I'm stuff. About to get like at the views. end of the day <laughs> we need to you know tease a nip there, Pyro. You need tease a nip or you know. But I'm yeah. <laughs> But the, the, the thing is, it's just like every other industry, right? Like sex or, or that sex pill, whatever you want to call it. Like it, it sells like that. People, if you've got the assets and you can make, and these people want to make a living out of it and if they're comfortable with it, yep. you know what? They're not hurting anyone out nope. there. They're appealing to a demographic. If it's not them, they're going to go over there and watch someone else yeah that's if you're not if you're not giving them the content that they're looking for yeah. then get their attention elsewhere anyhow yep you yeah. know so yeah it's also a shallow way of thinking that all 
anybody wants to see is boobs. Like everybody's just like, oh my god, boobs! I'm totally gonna go there instead. Like some people don't care about that; they want to see other stuff. Like you said, not it's not gonna appeal to everyone. So you're not stealing. They're not stealing me from Pyro because I'm watching Pyro. You know what I mean? For example, like no, or Mini, I'm, I'm not telling, watching. Not but we all know that if if there was somebody doing a foot stream, you would be gone. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a weird stream but maybe we'll just see. two feet like hello everybody <laughs> i don't know that's i'd want to see just because it's weird but i don't know about yeah maybe I try to play tetris with my feet no Three. comment so like that just irks me how how people pass the buck at their own failures instead of maybe figuring out what they can do to better content speaks towards a overall problem with accountability in everything Mm -hmm. everything people are so over eager to pass the buck on to somebody else oh the country is shit because of trump or you know i don't have viewers because this woman has her tits out and to be clear yeah trump isn't the best he's a piece of shit and he doesn't give a fuck about anybody but trump um, but this country is shit due to our government, period. And how I'm just we saying, allow the, the government to run things. Is generally, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going through extremes at the moment, but it even goes into, you know, we see it with our kids all the time. Oh, I didn't, I didn't put that there. Or like when we stub our toe and we're like, fucking couch, fucking corner. Like, you know. But we're so over eager to pass the buck and it's everybody it's everybody everybody does it it's never anybody just saying you know what yeah i did that i will own my own shit like that to find that is a rarity yeah exactly at some point in time in everybody's lives we have passed the blame on to somebody else instead of being accountable for Mm -hmm. ourselves whether it be when you were a small kid and you were afraid of being in trouble um, or as an adult at work because there was some, something happened and you, and you were afraid to, of losing your job or your boss getting mad at you or mm-hmm. just anywhere or in a relationship, you know, many different facets of life. Oh, yeah. Never, never, yeah. not once. Oh, yeah. Whenever Frog Ooh. takes a shit, he lets everybody know that it's his. <laughs> but, now that we've gotten but... that out of the way. I wasn't gonna bring it up, it, but it, it it just happens, man. No, I have no point. Right, and I think it's it goes into a idea that taking a look at ourselves and really taking accountability within ourselves first is really difficult for a lot of people to do, especially if it's something that you really fucked up on. Owning that is very hard to do. You have to be very willing to be self-aware and and uh take that on yep it's up a lot of times oh and eventually you get to a point where you do like you can you are capable we are capable of holding ourselves accountable and what were you gonna say in zoom i was going to be but one that really get the one that really kind of annoys me is the one that's like but when people are like oh she only does well because she's a female like mm-hmm. that is the one that really bothers me it's just like well 
it's like you know just let me tell you let me tell you this whole and and i'm glad you brought that up this whole it's easier because she's a female no that's bullshit absolute horseshit you know the amount of like because we know we know as a female streamer, if we want to compete in a female streaming market, there's certain things we have to do if we're going to be on cam. You know, I just, if you want the viewers and stuff, like, not to say that the young women out there, or the women out there in general who are out there with the messy bun and the sweatshirt aren't going to get views, you know, but there's certain markets that you can compete in. And if you're looking well, for... Hmm? Even beyond that, though, you have to think of the constant harassment that they get while they're streaming. Like, I... Once in a bloom, I can't say this has never happened to me because it does occasionally, but it's not like I have, like, 50 guys in my stream saying, yo, whip out your cock, you know, like, show us your butthole, you know, like, that never happens. You it's know? just me. But, but you know, when female streamers are out there, constantly they're being sexually harassed, you know, they have people like, show us For your sure. tits, you know, like, spread them, let me tap it. Let me touch it just once, please. I'm a virgin and I'm 40, you know? Okay, so here's the thing, and I'm going to ask you this. When you guys are getting ready to get on stream, and I'm not talking about, like, the parental shit or anything else. I mean, like, from shower to clothes to ready to whatever. How long does it take you? Um, I just came home from work and put on this hat. Yeah, well, so, yeah. For me, it depends. Like, it depends. There's some days where I actually want to look my best when I'm on stream. Like, I literally have teeth to cover my gap and my fucked up teeth. And I don't know what happened to them, and I'm sad about them, but I would always pop them in before I would go live. But the only reason why I don't have them is because I don't, I, I lost them. I don't. They grew legs and fucking walked away. I don't know. The cat may have eaten them. I don't know where I they are. I can't even tell. But... <laughs> yeah, but it's a mental thing, man. It's 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 yeah, a thing for for myself. Yeah, but you and like you could ask Keezy, like before we get on cam here, like I'll start getting ready about two and a half hours before I even put the call out. So where you're like, oh, I walked in and put on this hat. You know what? Fuck you, frog. <laughs> I don't have any hair to comb. I don't have to use a pitchfork to get my hair. No, I'm just kidding. Now, just for a sake hair. of argument, how long does it take you to get ready just to go out in the world? Um, About, like, from shower to hair, makeup, clothes, and everything, about two hours or so. Yeah. So, so all around, there's, like, this social expectation that that you are pre-programmed to feel that you need to present yourself. Well, here's the thing that I've noticed, too, because I've done both. I'm perfectly fine going out with, like, a ponytail and a hoodie and sweatpants. That doesn't bother me. Uh, you know, no makeup, nothing. Or, you know, I'll put on the makeup and do the hair thing and everything else. People are vastly nicer to me when I have the hair and the makeup on than if I'm in a in pair of sweatpants with a bun. And see, it's just the opposite for me. People are nicer to me when I don't have dresses and makeup on. I've come to the conclusion. 
That's true. Then you're right. We have proof of that, actually. Yes, we do have proof of that. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, now I understand. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's dark. Holy shit. All right. See how that fucking works? See, yeah. I would really yeah. like to normalize, even though I'm just one person. And again, my opinion doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. But I would like to normalize right, allowing people to, you know, be comfortable in their own skin in every setting. Now, if being comfortable in your own skin means putting on a, a nice outfit, color coordinated, a nice dress, whatever, a nice makeup, doing your hair, if that's what makes you feel comfortable, then okay. And at the same time, if not doing any of that stuff, wearing pajamas, uh, a t-shirt, whatever, whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable, I wish that it wasn't such a big deal. Like, just be comfortable. I... Good idea. Oh, it's poking me in the stomach oh, so bad. Yeah. I gotta do that too. I usually, for the record, usually I have pajama pants on. Like I usually yeah, have like too. a funky shirt on or one of these shirts, but I'm usually always in pajama pants. But I fell asleep watching uh, Mob Psycho 100 with Ash, and I woke up at 8:28 and I was like, "Fuck the podcast!" So like I got up and I was like, "I don't even have time to put my comfortable pants on." And you know, my belly was pushing into my belt, so I had to like. Yeah, same, same. Anyways, anyways. I was just saying now. Sorry. Minnie was just a baby. Sorry, I can't. Just, like, it... The elasticated pants took over. All right, so <laughs> being comfortable, being comfortable oh, yeah. in your own skin. I'm. I'm almost thirty-nine, and I'm not even remotely comfortable in my own skin anywhere I go. Anywhere I go, I always feel like I'm underdressed or overdressed or so I basically just made it a point that if I'm going to get dressed, i.e. not sweatpants and a bun, then I'm just going to overdo it everywhere I go. You see, I, I, wrong with I, that. I understand where you come from with that, but not with like the clothing, like the under and overdressing. It's more like, okay, so for the last, I would say, I'm 40 now, I would say the last 25 years, I have battled with like weight, like always. Like it's, it's just whether you wouldn't, doesn't matter what I wouldn't put, call it an eating disorder, whatever it may be, like, but I have pretty much battled with weight. And even now, like, because you'll, you'll hear me moan about how I'm, like, overweight and all of that stuff. And I put the pounds on. And even now, I'm just, like, when I go out and I'll see myself in the mirror, like, if I'm in the bathroom, like, you know, public bathroom, just wash my hands, need to go to whatever it may be, or just go in the shop and there's a mirror. Yeah, I'll just be like, oh, what the hell? I feel like shit, man. Like, it's... It sucks. Mm -hmm. Absolutely yeah. sucks. I wish I could. I wish I could feel like you know what. And you know what? One day I will get there. But holy crap! It's always a constant struggle, right? I would kill to put on thirty pounds. I have the same problem for opposite reasons. So fucking small. I would kill to lose ten. I, I wish I could give you 30 of my pounds. That would be great. No, if anybody's going to give her any 
of their extra weight, it's going to be me. Okay. All right. Because we have an I'm way fatter than you. It doesn't matter. Okay. I, it, I, so now, now I have weird all my mind in my head. I've had <laughs> a change in my office where they move. All right. So when I first started working in, in the department that I'm working in now, I was in this one building. Then after so many years of being there, uh, like it was like my mid twenties and just before I turned 30, they moved me into a different building. So I was there for another like seven, eight years. And then they moved me recently back into the original building that I started out in. Now, all the people who work in that building haven't seen me in all that time. And I have gained weight. So at the time when I was working in that office, I weighed anywhere between 135 to 145. You were skinny. And now I weigh, uh, I'm going to say it correctly, not 285. Oh 100, God, I, I weigh 185 pounds. And constantly when people see me, they're like, they're like, oh, you put on weight. Look at you. Right? And then like, oh, you got fat. You know, oh, like I mean, I, it looks good, you know, but it's I, like I know who's saying it too. <laughs> everybody though. It's not just like a couple of people. It's like everybody. Oh, I know. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I already like my kids already come up to me and rub my belly and say, "Dad, you look <laughs> like you're pregnant." You know, because I'm cursed with my dad how my dad carries weight my dad always carried weight like it was never in his face it was never well-rounded it was always just in the front like it's like from behind i look normal <laughs> right like i look like an average weight person and then i turn around and it's like nine months pregnant woo you know you're gonna be that little old man that looks like he's smuggling a bowling ball yes <laughs> you know and it sucks because it's like even today, like four people, four people commented on my weight and I'm already struggling with that, you know, and it's like I had a plan where this week I was going to start working now. I already started changing my diet, but it's like these constant reminders have really kicked me down where now I'm like, I don't feel like it because I'm slightly depressed from the fact that all these people are commenting on my weight. There's no fucking happy medium, is it? Because no. they either they're telling you they either telling you you're too fucking fat or they're telling you to eat a fucking sandwich. Like that's it. When I originally Let me tell you for a moment here, I'm gonna take over the sandwich portion of this yep. because it burns my potato. So I am ninety pounds. I have been ninety pounds for quite some time. Um, it does not matter what I do, I cannot put weight on. And it's not anything new. This has been a struggle my whole life. I have been the same, that, well, many. I mean, it speaks for itself. I've always been a very tiny person. The amount of people who assume that I'm sick is astounding. Uh, it just automatically, it's, oh, are, are you okay? You know, are you, you know, going through anything? Especially people who know that I've had cancer before. 
they automatically assume that this is what the issue is, right? This is no, uh huh. Um, my own mother, even now, tells me I have the figure of a twelve-year-old boy. Well, that's not very nice. Yeah, which I do not. I don't know what twelve-year-old boys she's been seeing, but definitely not. Um, and like people always telling me to eat a sandwich and to do this and the other thing, like it's that fucking easy. <laughs> Why would I think like of that? Fight. You know, like. But yeah, it's... don't you eat like at least two Big Macs a week? Like, yeah, she eats. I know her. She yeah. eats. I like... eat. I eat a lot. Damn but it. Yeah. It's stupid because it's just, and then you have people like, oh, I wish, and I, I hear it even from you guys, and it, it's probably just, you don't even think of it, right? And it's just, oh, you know, I, I, I wish I was that lucky. I wish I could just sneeze and lose five, but no, you don't. No, well, because when I was in my early 20s, when I originally was in that office, people were saying that to me all the time. And I wanted to gain weight because I was mm -hmm. trying to gain muscle. I was trying to work out, but I didn't want to look like, what's his name from Saturday Night Live? Uh, did the voice of the dad from the Proud family. Oh, he was in Ace Ventura too. Oh, I want to say, Sa not Sammy Davis Jr., but... Cuba? <laughs> no, it's it's close to that name because I believe they are related. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Anyways, and I would eat nonstop. They would tell me to eat, eat a burger, and but they don't understand the amount of food I consumed. Like, I yeah. could eat all the time, and I would not gain a fucking pound. But then I hit my 30s, and my metabolism was just like... And I continue to eat that way, and then I started gaining the weight, and then I'm like, "Fuck! I went too far. Now I can't get it off." I so Tommy I, Davidson I is his name, and the reason why I said that is because in Ace Ventura too, he plays a um, indigenous person, and he's fighting Ace, and he's got muscles, but he's wicked skinny, so it's like you know, like the crackhead muscles. Mm -hmm. You know, like I didn't want to look like that. I didn't want to work out and be like a skeleton with like tiny biceps, you know? Well, let me tell you too, like it's to the point of not being able to gain weight. Okay. I've had three kids. You know, I've physically given birth to three children. With my middle child, I gained 60 pounds by the time I had him. Okay, so, it, like, for me to gain 60 pounds over the course of less than a year, that's a lot. And everyone was telling me, even my doctor was telling me, you know, don't expect the weight to come off like it did with your first and all of that, because it's, a, it's double the weight that I put on with Jason. And I was like, no, it's fine and everything like that. I had Henry, who was 8 pounds. Okay, so I still had 52 pounds left that were unaccounted for and that I had to get rid of. I went home 24 hours later. Before my first week was up at home, I was back down to my pre-pregnancy weight. Wow. It was just, whoop, 
gone. And it was like that for all three of my children. I didn't keep any of the weight from any of them for longer than a week. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand up and say, you know what, I'm guilty of saying, you know what, I wish I could I like I wish I could say I'm guilty of saying that because there was and I, I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this before, like with the hypopide, the overactive thyroid, right? That literally there was once a time where I had like I was able to shovel down ten thousand calories a day and not put weight on. And but the thing is is that was not sustainable because I would have either died of a heart attack or something because literally everything would have just collapsed, like given in. Um, or get high cholesterol like this guy. <laughs> even even there, so, so it wouldn't have mattered because my body was just just working too too hard constantly. So you know, that tiny little gland, like even now I'm fighting with my endocrinologist because I know if they try and like, because the, the solution to all of this is take a radioactive iodine pill, kill off the thyroid completely, but then that would mean going underactive, which then means a lifetime of like weight gain and weight issues and all of that stuff, which not the nicest thought whatsoever like my mind's in overdrive now i'm, I'm fine with my endocrinology i'm like no i'm not killing off my thyroid um and even now like i'm, I'm kind of thinking okay so i'm off to be i'm off the pills um things should hopefully normalize but there's that concern now holy shit if i start losing weight at a rapid pace they're gonna turn around and be like yep you can't have a thyroid and that kind of terrifies me that terrified me so much. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, like I, I wish I was comfortable. Going back to like the whole being comfortable with yourself. Like, I wish I was. Yeah. But I, I, yeah. it's always constant struggle. And it's the same thing. Like I'll walk in front of my bathroom mirror after a shower or something. You know, and I'll put the towel down or wipe the mirror off or whatever and cry. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. I just, I hate it sometimes. I absolutely hate it sometimes. So here's, I hate here's this. A, here's, here's I hate an, this. I'm not I, even trying I, to be funny. I fucking hate it. I hate it every single day. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. As a no, just no, I'm just gonna, I was just going to say, I don't know if like my, this is classed as an Easter egg, but look at every single VOD and you won't see me in a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you won't see me like below here because my nipples are always hard and I fucking hate it. And like, I can't do anything about it. I wear two shirts to work every day because I don't want them to stick out. And like, there's been a few times like people will grab my nipple. Like that shit ain't funny. Like if we weren't at work, I'd punch that's you in the fucking Really face. inappropriate. Even at work, that's sexual assault. Yeah, I did that to him from time to time, though, but he liked it. Yeah, but see, you're my friend and we're kidding around. Like, I know you like that. Yeah. And How, why do people think that's much, okay? Like, like, when when was like, that? Why was that ever a thing where it's like somebody like could just come up to you and be like, titty twister, and then everybody would just laugh, you know? Like, why? Yeah, that's not cool. And I know there's going to be, like, pockets of people like, oh, Snowflake, why are you so sensitive? Why are you so okay with, like, random people you don't know putting their hands on your body? 
Yeah. Male, yeah. female, doesn't matter. People shouldn't be in your space, man. No. Okay, I don't, I don't think... It's been it's been a while since I've I've shared one of my one of my stories, but I was having the bend mm-hmm. once, right? So I've got super 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 sensitive nipples. Now you know, you have to ease your way into it, right? You go lunge at them, right? And you know, there's gonna be flailing arms and everything, right? But you know, gentle, you know, gentle tweet. Anyways, at an event, right? And someone literally lunged for it now was someone of the opposite sex but either way went straight for them like uh and this is someone i played with in in the past i went straight for it instantly my arm just went up to try and block it i ended up slapping in the face which was awful (laughs) because it was not even intended like it was a complete accident (laughs) it's like as i went through on earth (laughs) whoops i i seriously paid for that like at that like yo, yeah, holy crap! Oh, I loved every minute of it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, but like... thing, like, you wouldn't imagine in the real world, you know, anyone lunging at my nipples, right? Being a female, yeah. But you know, so why why would it be appropriate the other way around? And more so towards there is a to your point earlier about strangers touching your body. There is a bigger like there is a big difference between you know. If we're running around doing something and Nazum pats me on the ass and says, go team, you know, when we take off somewhere, because I know Nazum, versus, you know, random guy on street doing it. That used to be big, like, in high school back in the day. Like, I'd see it all the time. Like, guys running up to girls and smacking their ass or... Even occasionally it would be vice versa. That A couple used to... Smack my ass all the time. Constantly. Constantly. I think I had a welt on my ass for like four solid years. I will say this, though. When I was in high school and random females did do that to me, I was not angry about it because I was very, like... I was... I found... I could not tell when people were hitting on me. So, like, I went through, like... A good portion of my youth thinking that, like, the opposite sex just did not find me appealing. So when somebody would interact with me like that, like, I got, like, overly excited, you know? And I don't mean where I was just like, I just mean I, like, I would hype my, like, my whole, like, dopamine levels would be dropping and, like, my adrenaline would be going crazy and I would just be like, mm-hmm. like, she touched my ass. All right, let's go. You know, worst of those middle, the worst were those middle school, like just out of nowhere boners, like random. Just Woodrow middle Wilson. school? The fuck? <laughs> yeah, it didn't really happen to me in high school much, but middle school it definitely did fuck, a lot. Fuck, high but... school was, yeah, middle school was the worst. But thank God, thank God to the people who came up with the Trapper Keeper and. Yeah. And so, like, they had the big ones, the big ones where you had to fit all your subjects into them and had a zipper. Um, those things were especially great, you know, because then you just carry it this, like, in front of you. Or I would joke yeah. around and, like, wear my backpack. Put, put his motor in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. 
Uh, we'll have to add random now, boners to the title. That's uh, true, the though, thing but that, that's a is, tough time. If if I call a random boner now, I'm not going to hide it. I'll just like, whatever, in it. He, like, you just get excited. It works! Yeah, same. I just get excited. Yes! It works after 40. It's like you wake up in the morning and, like, you have having, a, a, like, your morning erection. Yeah, and it. it's like, you're like... Ah! Oh. Okay, here's a question for you. Here's Where have you been? <laughs> both sides of the argument. Is morning wood an invitation if you're in a relationship? All right, I'm going to say this right now. And just in case my girlfriend's watching... If in the morning, Mini Pyro is like, hello, go for it. Go for it. It is yours. What time do you usually wake up? <laughs> I said my girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, what time do you wake up? Specifically. <laughs> no. But man, as, but real quick, if you wake up and you do have morning wood, like you get scared at first because it's like it hasn't happened in such a long time, you know. And then all of a sudden, it's like, like what the fuck's that? And you're like, oh, it's my dick. It's all right. I forgot it does that <laughs> sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't always wake up with it anymore, but I used to. What do you mean by an invitation? Like for like for like let's say go at it. Your wife just decides to like, to like go to town on your morning wood. Yeah. While you're asleep. Oh, I'm fine with that. Hey, Junior, this podcast night. Yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> you I've, walk into I've, conversations. <laughs> at that point in time, it's definitely open invitation. I, uh, yep. no objections whatsoever. Now, is it something that you have a conversation about at the beginning of a relationship? Actually, I, I can answer this question. Um, and we, we still have conversations about things, you know, that we're comfortable with and not comfortable with. And you have to. Oh, definitely. You know, I have to say, like, our conversations are super healthy and really, really good and healthy to have. You know, and that's one of the things, like, it's great because, like, I'm really comfortable where I feel like I can completely open up about all of those stuffs, all of those things, the bedroom talk. Mm -hmm. Now I have to be careful because my kid was just at my door and the look on its face. It's like, hey, man, you know, it's podcast night. <laughs> Beware, you never know what you're going to hear. I know exactly what my wife's comfortable with, and I just don't do the things she's not comfortable with. It makes things so much easier in the bedroom. Well, yeah, but... Whatever she's guys... not into, I just don't do that. But how did you find out that she wasn't into it? Uh, well, in the early days, in our 20s, it was trial and error. Like, hey, don't put your tongue there. I don't like that. And I was like, oh, sorry, I won't do that again. My apologies. Yes. But Frog's wife I think, does not like her armpits licked. I definitely licked her armpits. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> Gross. But 
you know, she there's certain things now he that says, I know. Gross that, question. Created, where were you like, talking about that tongue being that's not wanted? I'm, I'm not going to say. Exactly. And you're saying, yeah, and you're saying no, the you're armpit right. is yeah. gross. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's like just, finds I'm a just 10-year-old up. Cheeto in my his wife, couch. He doesn't even think twice. He fucking eats it. <laughs> my wife is not comfortable with being licked anywhere. She does not like the feeling of tongues on We do not do that. Yeah, which is reasonable. There's other things that she enjoys that we're into. Like wearing space helmet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, now, now, because you've been in a relationship with your wife for a very long time. And yes, it, it started at a time where those conversations, you're right, like didn't happen, at least in my experience. Like we, it was very rare to have a partner in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s, where conversations, Mm -hmm. happened on what was acceptable not acceptable comfortable not comfortable you know what the limits were and and on both sides you know mm -hmm. like i was nervous to talk about that stuff it just we just do the thing and see what happens and i had a conversation before we had sex about stuff not we didn't go into great detail but it was just more like I was more like, what are your boundaries? Like, what do you not, you know, absolutely. I don't want to like get into the moment and you'd be like, oh my God, what the hell are you doing? So she like gave me the boundaries and I was like, okay, fair enough. I won't do those things that you don't like. Well, I don't know. Like... For me, I was just happy to be involved. I mean, I was 21. <laughs> now, all right. Now see this, this, now I have more questions now. Now. Okay. So now I forgot where I was going with it. What the fuck? I was broken today. No, I had a legitimate question fire. and it was a really good one and I was excited to ask it and now as I was asking it See? it was just like I'm gonna find my Wait, fucking also keys depend, in the oven. Also was your depend, question about like we do not like butt stuff? That was your question. No, Go ahead, no, no. Sorry. It was just But whilst you're, whilst you're thinking of that but it's it, all comes down to how you're playing by it as well. So if if you're experimenting with stuff, if you're kind of going towards the more darker side, I'm going to say darker side, but if you're like exploring kink a bit more, that you've got to constantly keep having that conversation, right? Because there's going to be stuff that one doesn't like and the other one will absolutely love and vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, conversation's always good. I don't I don't miss the days of the no conversation. The no conversation You never knew what was gonna get stuck where because it just it's terrifying. That's it's terrifying. That was part of what I want not really asked, but I wanted to get to. So like as guys like, all right, Frog, you were saying, like, now, like, you have those conversations. But, like, when it's your first time with your partner, like, are you th usually try to be that aggressive? No. Like, but not everybody is like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, like, at that age, 
like with my partners, it was like a gradual thing. Or, you know, you can luck out and be with somebody who in the middle, like in the 20s, I just want that this to be made clear. In your 20s, it, you would be lucky where you had a very vocal partner who in the moment would tell you exactly what they wanted and and all that stuff. But yeah. that's not always a good thing because sometimes they throw some surprises at you and, he, and you're just like, <laughs> it's like, what even is that? Uh, like, I don't know I don't what to do. That. Like, what are you saying? But <laughs> give me, give me the Abraham Lincoln. But like, to me, that's that? so surprising. Like that there's people out I'll there that will like. just like the first time just not only go for home, but like, you know, like they try, they like they take all the merchandise, you know, drink all the beer. They go for everything that they possibly can in the thirty seconds that they have. Eat the last slice of pizza. <laughs> Pee on your feet, whatever. <laughs> and see, now I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry, frog. <laughs> Well, the other day, apparently, I was looking up frog content, and there's a lot of stuff. Frog feet. I love that frog one. Feet. So, <laughs> fuck. I had it again, and it went away. It's just not meant to be said. It will come back to you. Because oh, it, yeah, it's it, more so on the whole liking the days that are now, you know talked about and everything else and things that are expressed because and i'm pretty sure i talked about this before at one point as with a guy we we're doing our thing and he stuck a finger in my ass and i punched him in the face <laughs> gotta ask before you put anything in the booty yeah it was an odd you know what it wasn't i didn't even think about it it was just an automatic response just punched hey, in the face. Just so guys out there listening know, you better ask. Yeah. If we put anything in anybody's booty. Or anywhere. Not period. everybody likes that. Yeah, just always well, ask. Period. I'm just talking, I'm Beginning just talking to about end. In the Every step the of the way. If you've, if you've already been invited into the sexual act, if you're trying to go a little further in that sexual act, what I mean is you should at least like, hey, is that okay? Like, real quick? And she's like, no. Be like, okay, I won't do that. He, yeah. she, whoever, whoever. Whoever your partner is. I get what I'm you're getting at, yeah. yeah. Make yeah. sure. And I see what Pyro's saying, too. If you're into stuff that you, that might not be quote-unquote normal, I say quote-unquote, because I'm what not you're into. something. Yeah, what you're into. No you should, you should definitely discuss that with your partner first. Like, hey, I'm, mm -hmm. I kind of like this type of thing. This is what I'm into. Is that something you're comfortable with? Like, we should discuss this because you don't want to take a relationship to a point where you're in that situation and you try something that that person may not like. That could really mess up whatever you had going. It could be a good thing. And they're going to be like, whoa, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, my feet don't go there. Cut it out, frog. Like, <laughs> how'd you even get in here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just ask. Uh, yeah, just ask. Just ask. It's not hard. No, not it's, a hard conversation. It's very good to have those types of conversations. And the general rule of thumb being if you're old enough to be having it, you should be old enough to be talking about it. Yes. Facts. And, yep. 
when you are with a partner, you know, somebody you're with, and I don't just mean, I don't mean like a random hookup. I mean like your actual person that you're in a relationship with. That is a very good sign that you are with somebody worth your time, worth putting your time and effort in where you both feel comfortable with being that vulnerable and having some uncomfortable conversations. You know, if having that talk is uncomfortable to you, then you, you're probably not with the right person or you need to figure out some growth in yourself as mm -hmm. an individual. Mm -hmm. But if you can't be vulnerable and open where you can express that stuff with your partner, especially at this age, at this point in like our lives, you, it, it's, it's, that's when you know most likely that you have found your person. And, and what sucks, what? Though, though, at the same time, is when you're young and you get in relationships, it's like you still have to evolve mm -hmm. together to get to that point. Sometimes when you're young, you're just still very naive, too. Mm -hmm. So like you're not really thinking of the bigger picture. You're just like, oh, my God, this person is so amazing. I but want to at, be with like, them all the time. At our age, at this point in our lives... If you if you are with somebody where you can be completely a hundred percent open and honest and vulnerable, then that's you have somebody worth putting your time into. And that's not to say you won't meet someone and have a great relationship just because the first time you met him, all you thought about was damn. Because the first time I met my wife, I'm gonna tell you right now, she bent over in the fridge to get me a beer, and I saw her silver thong, and I. Oh, yeah. I got to get with her. But then it turned into a 23-year relationship. So it wasn't a bad choice. But you can meet your one like that, too. I didn't say that out loud. Don't look at me like that, Minnie. I just thought that in my head. I was like, look at that. Oh, shit. No, I just... Um, okay, <laughs> so my... I didn't say it. I, just thought I was it. just trying to put together in my own mind how we got there from where we were like I have no idea 40 seconds ago no clue we just did that's how it happens thoroughly oh, well, you're not you're not wrong but pyro you're not wrong at all because that that what all, well all of us almost, rounding or already have finding or already thing like at this point in time like okay there are still things that you know you may not be whether experienced or not or there may be a lot more things to try and explore but generally speaking if you haven't kind of figured out what makes you tick by now and not able to have that conversation with someone then yeah, yeah. it's 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 maybe that person isn't the right person for you. No, it makes sense, doesn't it? Makes perfect sense. Because and I mean, it... obviously, like, the first week, fine, you know, but, like, well, after... Progression into it. You're not going to yeah. be 
first date and be like, so, you know. But like, after suspended from the ceiling i will say at least a month a month and a half if within a month a month and a half if you don't start feeling comfortable enough to express yourself to the person that you're with you probably won't ever get to that point at this point in time because you know I'm just going to hijack. Life. I'm going to hijack the podcast for a moment and be like, everyone, do. I am currently, I am currently single. Right? There's a reason why there are 32 flavors in the Zoom. If you wish to discuss any one of those flavors with me, <laughs> by all means, feel free to reach out. There you go. You may have. <laughs> all of a sudden, like the Zoom's computer just goes ding, 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 ding. His phone starts Plus, going crazy. Plus, you get them eyebrows, so... Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it's been two podcasts since I've mentioned Nazum's fucking eyebrows. Technically three, because there's an episode that just never made it to air because it was very difficult to try and edit around certain things. Yeah. That's true, because we didn't mention them in the impromptu podcast either. Nope. So it's been quite a while. Nazum, your your eyebrows are fucking majestic. Thank you. Just for that. They're like the unicorns of eyebrows. <laughs> I had to, I have to text this to you because I don't feel comfortable saying it out loud. Unicorns would look mm. at Nazum and they're like, I wish I would give my horn up for those eyebrows. True story. I heard one say it. You'd have a better chance finding a unicorn than you would to find another human being with as nice eyebrows as Nazum. I'm a fucking unicorn. (laughs) Fucking Easter eggs. Like they just distracted me for a minute. Yeah. What I don't get though is why why is it two chicks and then the middle is a fucking cat and not a bunny? Two chicks and a cat is all about Easter. At least put bunny ears on the cat. You know. You never heard the Easter song "Two Chicks and a Cat"? No. But but I go to my church. But I have heard of that wonderful that wonderful story for Good Friday about the two girls in the one cup. Oh, gross. <laughs> Something wrong with you. Did, all right. oh, After dude. COVID, right? When COVID first started, the, my most favorite meme that ever fucking came out of the pandemic is the person who was like, wrote up this whole story about like, covid and and like how it started and he was just like yeah like you'd never believe it so there was this girl from nebraska and she she caught a new strain of covid by you know just hanging out with her friend and it was unbelievably crazy it was like this whole big thing it's like yeah if like if you don't believe me just check out two girls in one cup and all i can think of 
is all these dumbass people that I see on my own Facebook timeline by what they post and don't like understand the joke properly or what that it is a joke and how many of those dumbasses actually looked it up and watched that video probably yeah. not oh i'm guaranteed at least at least five people that i know and one of them specifically is a mm, words that i don't want to say right now but anyways they had posted a uh meme from the polar express you know the nerdy kid from the polar express and he was talking about it was like a far right belief or a far right quote or whatever it was mm. and and they posted it because they're you know a scumbag anyways they posted it thinking it was a slight to the far left or or the left in general and I literally had to explain to that person that the meme that they posted was making fun of them. Like you're making fun of yourself on your own Facebook page because that person, the nerdy kid from the Polar Express, everybody thought was annoying. And he kept repeating and asking annoying questions and, and saying all this stuff. So by placing his picture there and having a normal like Republican response or quote or tagline or, you know, their usual junk that would come out of their mouth, it was saying like basically the memes like shut your mouth, you know, like you're annoying. It's kind of read between the lines, tongue in cheek kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, not. I had to explain it to that person. I'm like, just so you know, that doesn't mean what you think it means. Like, it, so they don't understand humor or the internet. Yeah, it's like you're that's making fun of the idea that and belief that beliefs that you, you have. It's not that person yeah. expressing their beliefs, and that's the idiot. It's the fact that you are expressing those beliefs is the joke. But right. yeah. But then again, that person does not understand how internet works. It's a reason I don't comment on it. People post I like I feel that. like some I feel like some people need educating on that nanny again, you know? Just Remember that show Super Nanny? Yeah. I wish they would come out with the new one, but for fucking adults. You know, just yeah. release like the Super Nannies out into the whole world and like have them stay with like asshole adults. I, I think they should just be like, uh, they should call the show Shut the Fuck Up. Then, like, you just, like, show up at your house and you're on the internet, like, well, I don't agree with it. And someone just, like, slams your hands down. I was like, shut the fuck up. Well, shut here's the fuck the thing. up. Nope, cares. Here's the thing, okay? The one thing that this all has in common that we've been talking about um, since we got here is that all of it can be solved very easily. Do I know how? People minding their own fucking business. Yeah. 
Focus on mm -hmm. what's making you happy for yourself. Nothing that I do in my life impacts anybody outside of this house. Yeah. Everything you do impacts And me. yes, when we're in public, we do have to <laughs> exist together. If you don't like the way somebody's dressed, if you don't like that, then just don't fucking look at them. Continue on. Worry Go about, about your damn whether day. or not your underwear is fucking, your shirt is tucked into the back of your underwear. But that's just it. like what I wear in a day has zero effect on, you know, nosy person at Walmart. Like, what does it matter what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, what I'm saying? It doesn't affect you at all. People just like the button. Button skis. Yes, but you're correct. You, Mind your fucking you business. Would, you would think after all this time, things would, you know, slowly change, but it's never going to change. Like, mm -hmm. people are still going to be... Like... Oh, yeah. There's always going to be assholes on, mm -hmm. on every side of mm -hmm. the scale. Mm -hmm. I just want to say one thing. It's not, like, exactly in line with what we're talking about. Just one little tiny thing, though. Like, it, nothing about me says talk to me at the grocery store, so leave me fuck alone when I'm in line. Like, nothing about my demeanor is like, hey, I have a conversation about whatever's bothering you. I don't fucking care. That's friendly. Also, I'm friendly. I just don't care about your day. Like, if I, if you're like, how are you? And I'm like, fine, how are you? I just want to hear, like, oh, fine, back. Like, don't tell me, oh, well, yesterday I lost my... I don't care. I know you. Yeah, remember the time where you walk by somebody and you'd be like, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm great, thanks. How are you? Oh, okay, yeah. thank you. And then you went on your That's way. It. Yeah. You know, keep but walking, moving. realistically, like you could be fucking not having a good day, you know, but now it's just like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. You see, I'm not doing too great today. Per like, it's one thing if it's your friends, you know, different. Well, I'm talking about like random ass people, you know, it's, it's like it's Tuesday when, you know, like 30 years ago, my cat died. And I'm just, you know, in my ben, feelings and like about it. <laughs> touch on what Minnie was saying too about about like mind your business like also just to expand on that like whatever somebody's wearing while they're out is not their problem like they're comfortable wearing that they're not doing anything unless they're naked in the store which is a little inappropriate like shut the fuck up but like what, what I'm sorry. Naked mind your business clarification <laughs> Anything from the waist down. If a woman is sitting there feeding her child, leave her the fuck alone. Oh, yes. I'm, I would never... Listen, kids don't... Unless you want to go eat in the fucking bathroom, shut the fuck up. Breastfeeding is not anything... There's nothing wrong with it. At all. That's how babies eat. It's fucking normal. Mm -hmm. Almost every animal in nature does it. Every mammal, rather does it in nature so humans are mammals they fucking breastfeed we that's it <laughs> leave them alone if you don't like it fuck off i <laughs> breastfed my my sons both of them were breastfed for a while i don't have any problem with it no one should and don't fucking it's a natural thing when and don't fucking stare when someone's breastfeeding either 
Yeah. You know, it's not right. there for your enjoyment. It's there because my mm. son needs lunch. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing about it that anyone should have a problem with. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. But I had, I, I did go through instances that people would ask me to leave certain places or cover up. It was done to my wife once in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. She was sitting in the corner too. And I'm not saying she had to be in the corner. That's just where she wanted to sit. And she was feeding my son. And like we were all eating. And we generally didn't go out to eat with the baby. This was just one of those rare nights that we needed food. We needed to go eat quick and take out. which just wasn't on the table for some reason. I probably wanted to go to the restaurant. It was probably my fault. But anyway, <laughs> like somebody made a comment like a, like a table over, like I heard it. Like I, I, I didn't, they were like, oh, she has to do that. Can't you do it in the bathroom? I was like, you go eat in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like, why don't you take your burger right now and go fucking eat you on the toilet? Like, and here's, here's a question. Here's a question, though. In this day and age, so okay, the the other people in in that venue may moan and grumble about whatever, like we can go go suck peanuts, right? But if a a business Sorry. owner came up to a woman and said, "You can't do that here." Now, technically, wouldn't that be grounds for discrimination, right? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, at the same point, it's been brought up so often, you know, it's, it's just been accepted, I guess. Yeah, and then they call the cops and have you arrested for indecent exposure if you don't comply. I think this day and age, we're getting a lot because of the, the internet, now the internet can be used for some good things. I think a lot of majority of establishments, at least in the US, are on board with the fact that okay this is there is no reason for us to ruin our entire business model because we one person in our restaurant doesn't like to watch a mother breastfeed mm -hmm. because honestly with the internet i mean that's just going to destroy like people are going to be like really and people are going to get it's going to kill your business who are like oh you know cover up first of all you as a person as the mother especially when you're breastfeeding, your temperature is elevated. You're a walking ball of hormones, okay? Mm -hmm. And you add the baby's temperature to that, and now you have this baby nuzzled up against you, okay? And then you cover them in this giant poncho, you know, in the middle of summer. Like, is it would be like eating in a sauna. If you put a thermometer in there, it would pro it would easily be 120 degrees. Oh, How yeah. is that? It's not healthy for the baby. Definitely not. No. Oh. You know, it's okay. Is, your tit, so please smother your child. Don't look. Like, yeah. why? My wife has used one of those in the past in a restaurant, but I believe it was only because she didn't feel comfortable whipping her boob out it wasn't no one said anything it was just her choice and that's fine you know what if you're not comfortable whipping your boob out in public don't do it yeah but if you're at a restaurant why are you looking at other people eating yeah. at the restaurant eat your food weirdo like one <laughs> don't fucking look at me like why <laughs> that again goes back to minding your damn business yeah. mind your damn business don't stare at the baby for having their lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever it may yeah. be. Like, you know? 
stare back at them while they're eating. Just like the boobs have been so fucking like it. Eyes, their boobs. You know, maybe it's easier for me to go with that because of the fact, like, I barely have any. Again, tiny, but overall, they're tits. Who cares? The only difference between mine and yours is that mine are presumably long, larger, and they're functioning. Yeah. Those are just for show. Uh, yeah, I have a spiffy pair, by the way. I would love to show you all, but I don't want to get like blocked. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure we so. can't do that. I think I did that. I know, once. Pretty... It was not good. I'm pretty sure, like, we could, you know, could put on the show between us. And the thing is, too, also, that it's completely fine for fashion to have women walk around with one boob hanging out with their nipples covered, right? You see that on the award shows, and hell, oh, yeah. it's, even sometimes it's, it's it's nothing, and then it's just the it's just, stickers it's just, over, um, over the nipples. Right? Yeah, like the little cross sign over the... Uh... Yeah, so what's the difference? I encourage everyone to check out free the nipple. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, though, there's a baby covering it. Yeah. You know, so it's like... And they're just fucking eating. Like, I just, I oh, never understood that. Cool. But I also don't make it a habit of just like staring at things that make me uncomfortable and just keep putting myself through the torture by staring at it, you know? Yeah. Can that be the podcast title? Hashtag free the nipple. Free the nipple. Hell yes. Remember that when that was like a thing that was trending for like a while? It was like free the nipple. Yeah, that's still a thing. That we are fighting for. Well, I know it's still a thing, but it's not like a thing, you know? I used to have a hoodie that I used to wear all the time. Um... It's no longer in conversation, like mainstream conversation. How about that? Yeah, it had I love boobies down mm-hmm. the arm. It was for something different, but it was. No, I love the free the nipple t-shirts, though, because they were like literally boobs on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And so, some of them were just like X's over the nipple. But it was a t-shirt or yeah. it was man breasts. And it would be like, why is this OK? Oh, like, there's no difference in between my nipples and yours. Mine are a bit larger and they function. And probably yeah. not hairy. Probably. No, they are not. Mine are hairy. Not. I got hairy nips. Stop body shaming and free the nipple. And hashtag yeah. free the nipple. And just fucking mm-hmm. stay in your lane and live your fucking life. Your yeah. life. Without worrying about what everybody, everybody else is fucking doing. They're mine. Mm-hmm. The last time I checked, they were mine. They were attached to me. Yeah, like, if you're that bored in your existence where you have to try and vicariously live through other people, even if that, if that by doing so, it's it's just to be angry, you gotta change something with you and in, in your, your, how you're living your life. Yeah, like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, if you're gonna allow other people to get you that upset 
or take time out of your life to get angry over something that somebody else is doing that's not physically hurting you in any shape or form. If they're not taking money from you, if they're not putting their hands on you, you know, if they're not coming at you or or anything like that, what does it fucking matter to you? Yeah. Yeah, and it's then again, like we fall into like the my daughter brought up this Facebook thing that she had a like an argument with somebody who was like really far right and just kept, you know, snowflake this, snowflake that. And all of a sudden he started talking about abortion and like way like there was a far reach to go from the targeted conversation to where he went, you know, and he was like, y you're from the side that is okay with killing babies, you know? And it's like one thing that I think should be made very clear is like pro-choice doesn't mean pro-abortion. That doesn't mean that you're okay with abortion and, and all that stuff. What it means is you believe in the right for females to decide what happens to their body. It shouldn't even be a motherfucking discussion. Well, but it is. Oh. But At it, all. But it, but it is. Now, what it means is, like, let's say I was a female. I'm not. But if I was a female, I, it'd be pro-choice. But I won't get an abortion because I don't want to get an abortion, you know? So you could still be pro-choice, but not be for abortions, but for yourself, you know? Your own convictions for yourself. Again, therefore, the reason why it's pro-choice. It's not pro-abortion, it's pro-choice. And people fail to understand that. So when they do hear people talk about pro-choice, they automatically start talking about that being pro-abortion, which it's two separate things. And it goes back into minding your own fucking business. What medical decisions I make for myself is my own goddamn business. That's it. Why it has to be that a court... If you don't like it, don't have one. Men, primarily, may I add, and a system primarily made up of men are making decisions as to what I can or cannot do medically. And the sad truth is, if abortions were a thing, they wouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and we wouldn't be having any of these problems. <laughs> let me be very, very, very clear about this. Let me be very clear. Is that just because they're making it illegal, just because they're making it a thing, is not going to make abortions any less likely. It's going to make them more unsafe. And more it's going dangerous. to more dead women. Because they have nowhere to turn, and either they're going to try to abort themselves with a back alley abortion like they used to do in the old days, get sick and die, yep. 
or they're going to end up committing suicide because they have no other option and no other way out. And, and the other thing that gets me is some of these people frame it like like there's parties. Like, like I've never seen a single human being walk into a Planned Parenthood or a hospital to go get a fucking abortion with a big grin on their face. You know, I never seen anybody skip into one of these clinics, skip into anywhere to go have an have an abortion. It is a very hard choice to make. There is no woman that I know personally that has made that choice, that has turned around and said, "Well, that was easy. Let's go to Burger King." No, it doesn't fucking happen. No, nope. it does not happen. Those choices, it's not one and done. That is one that follows you for the rest of your life, and you wonder every day of your life whether or not you've made the right one. That's why they offer you, like, services when you get an abortion. They offer you people to talk to, therapies to go uh, to, to help you get through. To talk to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so furthermore... That's not an easy decision. Furthermore, you take away the rights for a woman to have an abortion on her own accord. You know... You're automatically assuming that her getting pregnant was out of carelessness. An automatic assumption that it's her fault that she's pregnant. You don't know the circumstances. You don't nope. know the circumstances. She might not have willingly consented to whatever led to the, the conceiving that child. Whoa, I have to put a trigger warning on this podcast, by the way. What absolutely foes me is the fact that you've got all these people who make all of these decisions on what and 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 care more about this thing, but then once the child is born, it's just like okay, don't give two shits, like whatever the rest of it may be. Fuck the education, fuck the welfare, the the well being of the, the child. None of that matters anymore. It's like, but it, 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 like my, I, even now, like I know we've had this discussion so many times. Even now, it still completely baffles me that all these people who are like, who are pro not abortion, who are against abortion, it's like, well, okay. Once you're forcing all of these women to keep these children. But there's no, there's no support after. Once the child's born, it's like, you're pretty much fucked. Like, <laughs> if you haven't got this... The, the, no. the foster system and, now is so overcrowded with children with nowhere to go. Yeah, and that's the thing. Well, about... All these people are so quick to say there's, you know, like they fight for these, for the fetuses. They fight for these babies until the, the, the day that they're born. Then the conversation stops. The There's stops. never conversations uh -oh. about the after. About yeah. And then they want to cut the services that help the women that do keep their babies. Because somehow they have to afford all of these new children that are put into the system because their mothers can't take care of them because they're teenagers or drug addicts or low income or they were sexually assaulted. You know, if you're that against, like, that stuff, then take that anger, take that that energy that you're putting into these protests and, 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 and trying to, you know, stop it. 
why not do it in a more constructive way by putting that time and energy and ideas on how you can come up with ways to um, benefit children uh, who are put up for adoption or end up in the foster care system. Like, put that energy into those kids. To giving proper sexual education to kids when they're still developing and learning these things. But instead of just... And just getting up on your soapbox and shaming people, do something. Do something. If you have four hours to go and stand out front of a clinic with a sign yelling abortion is murder, then you have four hours of time to donate to your local middle school to talk to these children so they don't end up in the situation that they need one. Also, make, you know, make birth control more accessible, more affordable, and, and not just on females, like condoms. Like, yeah, you can go to a clinic and get a bag of free condoms, but there's not always an available clinic in like every town or accessible. Like, you know, make them cheaper, make, make them more accessible to, you know, teenagers of a certain age, because no matter what, no matter how you're going to sit there and say, don't do this, don't do that. We've all been fucking kids. We've all been teenagers. And there's only so much as a parent you can do to control your kids. You can't control every aspect of their life. You can't control every little thing that they do. And you're not always going to be there. And then those decisions are going to be left up to, you know, the kid. At at, at a certain point in time, they're going to have to live their life and start taking responsibility for themselves. And you're going to have to allow them and have faith that they will make right choices. But have open dialogue with them, you know, And even if you don't think your kid is sexually active, have that uncomfortable conversation. Talk about it. Get a supply of prophylactics if it's if you have boys. Of sons, put a box of condoms in a sock drawer, or in the medicine cabinet in the bathroom or something. If they're there, they'll use them. Yep. And the thing is, mom used to give them to me on every like birthday or every gift. She'd give me like a little box of condoms and house it to just to be like, I want you to be safe. With that being said, you're not condoning it and you can say it. Like, I am not saying that this is okay. I'm not saying that I, you know, am happy about this or that I'm Mm -hmm. hoping that you use these. I'm hoping that you won't have to use these. But. I much rather you do it safely if you're going to do it. Because if they're, if they want to do it, they're going to fucking find a way. And there's nothing that you yeah. can do. Absolutely. Teenagers not. will find a way. I would have had sex in a cardboard box the under the bridge. Parents ever. And I started having sex, sex when I was 15 years old. And if you you're know, too overbearing, though, if you're too overbearing and too controlling, somewhere down the line, you are going to pay for it. Absolutely, you will pay for it. It may not be upfront, but you know, one day your kids will grow up and fucking resent you, and you'll never hear from them again. Yeah, you know, or whatever you're trying to stop them from doing, they'll not only do that just to be an asshole about it. But they'll go 10,000 feet beyond that 
Oh yeah, I rebelled with a vengeance. Me too, same. To put it lightly. Yeah, but, but we never I never had those talks with my parents. My mom handed me some pamphlet book after I got my first period. That was pretty much it. Like, that was the end of it. Yeah, my mom, never... my mom gave me a big bag of fucking condoms. But it was too late. <laughs> like, you already had it. I just, I just didn't tell her yet. You know, <laughs> like, it's like... Oops. <laughs> no, but like that, that was a grandma. conversation went with me and, and my parents. It was my, my dad, forget it. Yeah, Poor and, never talk to me about something like that. You know, and there's a stigma behind it, too. If you're a young kid walking into, like, CVS and you're buying a box of condoms, like, that's a lot of pressure. Like, not every kid. Like, yeah, I'm sure there's kids that will walk in there and be like, fuck yeah, you know where these are going tonight. Yeah, look at that. I'm getting the magnums because... That's what's happening tonight, you know, and and you do have kids that are like that, but in reality, like a, a majority mm. of teenagers aren't that brazen, and just the idea, the pressure, the anxiety of walking into, like, especially like, and then the person ringing you up is like your grandmother, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah, like now today. I'm not a teenager, so I mean, I walk into the store. Not only would I buy a box of condoms, I would buy a pineapple, a cucumber, and some rope just to fuck with the person at the register, you know? And like really nice looking scented candles on top of it. There you go. And a plunger. And a plunger. Mm-hmm. Just because. Did you have an open discord with your parents about sex when you were a teenager? Who, me? Any uh, general answer or question. It was like... No, not at all. I was more like you. and Didn't even get like... Like school was the only education I got. Yeah. And so here's a pamphlet. There you go. We, we, we didn't even get like for us in like elementary school they separated the boys and girls and which one i i I don't know i think i think it'd be beneficial just to do it as a group yeah in elementary school we did it as a group they separated us when we were teenagers but it, it, it like we got deodorant and and all, all they were saying is, you know, you're going to get sweaty and you're going to start getting a little extra smelly. So you put this stuff under your underarms and it will help keep your perspirant dry and you smelling fresh. And while you're doing that, you'll also notice that you'll start growing hair out from your underarms and in other places on your body. And then that was it. That was it. Yeah. You know, Our sex education teacher was a substitute and... I never had uh, sex because ours. Well, we had one in Lincoln Middle in Lincoln High School, and the substitute teacher would just sit there and read her book, and she'd be so into that book that she wouldn't be paying attention to whatever video she had just put on for us to watch. 
which was like from 1985 about sex education. So not only was it not great for sex education, but it was also misogynistic as fuck because it was from 1985. But, but uh, one day I decided that I would test whether or not she was actually paying attention. So I'm this old, anyone who's watching, uh, I went to the VCR and I popped out the VHS tape and I put in Natural Born Killers and I put it on. And we fucking watched most of the movie in that class until the bell rang. And then she was like, oh, okay, class is over. Never noticed. That was my sex education, natural born killers. Yeah. And for me, it was like, there wasn't exactly like a conversation. Like me and my brother, like the neighborhood and the time that we grew up, it was just like, like, again, he, we were walking on the train tracks and he would be finding pieces of adult magazines you know, on the train track, but also there was this magical device called serial killer. Wait, no, there was this magical device called a black box. And for you youngins who may be listening back in the day, we didn't have streaming services. We had this box, this box that sat on top of the TV that would plug into not just the wall for electricity, but to get your TV and it was called cable and what the black box would do is now the special channels like hbo showtime they were behind a paywall so you had to pay to get these channels and all it would do is they would send a signal blocking you from being able to access those channels. So you could still see and hear in most cases what was being played, but it was scrambled, you know? So they would send a signal after you pay to unblock the signal. Now a black box would automatically unblock that signal and it would trick the, the cable into thinking that you're a paid subscriber pay-per-view which is when new movies would come out um for after the theater into the um video stores you could also call your cable company and say "Ooh, i would like to rent this movie and it would play continuously on this one channel and they would just unblock it for you during the time for the length of the movie start to finish and then Sometimes once it, it was ended, like 24 hours, yep, you could it, watch it. Yep. And then they would, once the 24 hours was up, they would scramble it again. But this box would also do that. So my dad mm-hmm. got it because there was a boxing match, a pay per view boxing match that he wanted to watch. Now, the thing about my dad is this boxing match was set to end around midnight. You know, my dad's lucky if he at the time, well, probably even earlier now, but if he could stay up past eight o'clock, you know, but surprisingly he got through most of the match and it was just like, it went on longer than expected. And in between rounds, he just, he, he was gone. He was out snoring like in his, in his fucking recliner, like beer in his hand, fucking out for the count. And me and my brother sitting there watching the, the match and right at midnight all of a sudden there was no more boxers there was just this lady straight up with her mouth on some dude's penis and spice spice came on <laughs> yeah but and actually at the time it's like they didn't show like hardcore porn and at the time 
like hardcore just meant you would see insertion and you would see the actual act of fellatio and all that stuff um you wouldn't see any of that like you would see like behind shots you know or just the top of the head anyways that was when i discovered that stuff and i was really young you know so i pretty much i mean yeah that's not exactly how it happens in real life but i realized you know what was going on that shit would switch over right at midnight too yeah you'd be watching robocop and then it'd be like oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) right and you'd never know you never know like what type of shot it was gonna switch over to you know (laughs) but still at the time though i still didn't completely understand the mechanics like i knew things went in certain places but i was i didn't know like you know like like, is he putting it in her butt? Like, what's going on? Like, that doesn't look comfortable. It's probably not, I would imagine. I can't, I can't even, I can't remember hours over, or mine over here. Like, it was, I'm pretty sure we were taken to assembly once. And then just separated into little groups. And it's just, I like, watched a quick video. I can't even remember it. That's how non-existent it was. Like, but we used to have this TV show over here called You. Uh, called Euro Trash, right? And just to give you an idea, it would have cameos from John Paul Gaultier himself in latex every once in a while, just acting like a tit. And I do like the guys just just as camp as they come, and I fucking love it, right? But and yeah, like it would, and we wouldn't have anything like over here, like really strict guidelines as to what can and can't be shown, even after like the watershed. It's just like you know, just titulation and that's it, right? And so you'd have this show which is like literally takes like little like five minute segments as to the, the crazy stuff that happens in Europe and it's just that was it. That was like same as Pyro, not the mechanics itself, but you know, wow, with all this crazy shit that goes on out there, like... Well, I know that now. I'm talking about when I was a kid, and then all of a sudden this No, I mean, like... (laughs) Like, I don't even know how these kids happened. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, it'd be slightly, uh, slightly worrying if, you know, after all this time, we still haven't got... You mean the stalks, the, those birds? Like, I don't know. I came home from work one day, and all of a sudden, I just had three kids. Like, you know? And then a week later, I had a fucking cat. So, you know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this took a weird turn. It um, usually does. Yeah, we're looking at about 10 minutes shy of two hours here. Correct. Time flew. Like, I don't know, I really... I mean, I enjoy every podcast, but I I really enjoyed our conversations tonight. I really, really, really did. Good, because I enjoyed our conversations too, buddy. Uh, I, I didn't even look at the the time once you know yeah, i just looked at it now kind of didn't didn't want it to end 
I do. Yeah, I wasn't looking at it. It's it's nice to to just have these conversations and discussions. Like also, real quick disclaimer: We are not trained professionals. We just are mm -hmm. expressing through our lived experiences. It's our own opinions. Our Take own. Yes. What they are. And realistically, our opinions don't matter. <laughs> we we are no one special. We are just us. We are the best versions of and, us that we are trying to be. And if you do take offense to anything any one of us has said, just mind your own fucking business. Yeah. Like, I move along. Yeah. There's other podcasts you can listen to, you know, that yeah. are just as good, you know. And also, on your way, fuck you. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was yeah, no. just, just specifically one person. Sure. One person that likes to stalk me because they're obsessed with me for some reason, and I'm pretty sure they'll end up hearing this. I just want to say, fuck you very much. And don't be mad no, because are. I look better in a tiny pair of shorts and fishnets than you ever would ever in your existence. Just saying. Facts. So true. Fuck you. I just, I just want to put this one out there to the fucking spuds of the world. Go fuck yourselves as well. What, you, what have you got against potatoes, mate? First oh, off, God. first off, first off. With the British crown. <laughs> when they first grow up off the British crown, are they any good? <laughs> the British ground. <laughs> we got to open up a park now and just call it the British ground. <laughs> no, we'll open a bar or a gaming center, something. We'll open something, just call it the British Ground, and we'll serve British nothing ground. but Irish goods. <laughs> oh, wait, is that like a sensitive thing? Like, I don't know if there's any issues I, between I, the I, Irish in, in the UK. I just want to, I just uh, randomly, it could. I could have said uh, Italian food, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me tell you something. It's called the Good Friday Agreement. Yeah, it's 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 huge. So we do apologize. Yeah, we don't. All right, I like, apologize. Yeah, I am oh, not no, from no, either no, country, I, and I don't really pay attention to their affairs. I am because I mind are. my own fucking business. <laughs> exactly. You know, like I'm sorry if anything, if like. You know, anything bad had happened. I feel bad if no, anything bad happens can... to anybody. But I don't care because it doesn't affect me. So I'm not Technic looking into like, hey, what's going on in Australia right now? Like, I don't like. Hopefully, nothing but bad. Technically, but... technically, you could sell goods from Northern Ireland because Northern Ireland is still part of the UK. There you go. So. Also, I'm Irish. <laughs> but We'll sell Zoomy eyebrow kits. Oh, that's a good idea. I still want to make t-shirts with just like, like a solid like line going across here, right? And like maybe, like I'm thinking a pink t-shirt, neon yellow stripe going right here and a f few inches below it. And then one of his eyebrows right here and then one overlapping the neon yellow his other eyebrow like 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 this <laughs> 
and it's like a pink shirt and like it's a darker color pink in between the two yellow lines to kind of Hold offset on. the balance of the colors and we'll make it a shirt like and that. it will say Nazoom on it <laughs> if you ever start a company I want you to call it Nazoom Industries and that needs to be your logo interesting Zoomy Industries? Yeah, all right. Zoomy Industries will work as long as your eyebrows are the logo. And also, maybe we, if on your mind. What kind of pink? Um, like a little darker than, I don't know if, are you, is that a pink shirt, Frog? It looks pink on my. Yeah, pink. All right. So a it little goes, darker. It goes with my Easter hat. Yeah. A little darker pink than what Frog's wearing but only slightly darker. And then the in between the two yellow lines would be even darker than that. I know, I know where this is going as we speak. Oh, I, I already knew. <laughs> our, our graphics genius over here. I was going to say we should put eyebrows on the penguin, but I know how much work you put into all that. And I don't want to give you ideas to give you even more work to do on top of the work that you're already doing. I already did it earlier. <laughs> um, how thick do you want the lines? Uh, that was nice. Maybe like, all right, again, not trying to be racially insensitive, but like the width of like chopsticks. Does that make sense? Yep. Or maybe a little thinner than that. Oh, like a wire, like this. Hold on, let me unplug it. You see, you see, this whole I, stream goes down. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this, you know, but like. Okay. You see, Pyro, as much as I, it's it's a great idea to have eyebrows on the penguin. I kind of like the penguin the way the penguin is. The penguin's perfect. It always just. The I agree, suit. but it would just be funny, like just once, just having it like this. I every. Every once in a while, the eyebrows make an appearance. Yeah, only but... when like he's got a quizzical look, like, "What you say, Willis?" <laughs> you know, like, like when he's talking to the frog. Like, like what the fuck are <laughs> you saying? We always have a bong. <laughs> yeah. So I also, uh, well, I'll talk about this off stream. But all right, we've had many amazing. And important, actually, I will say this important conversations tonight, we did talk about some really sensitive topics. We started out with why it should be okay. Oh, actually, because we left that conversation so quick, I just wanted to point it out, point out the difference between the two platforms is you have one platform that has terms of service against you know, bikinis and all that stuff. And then another service that has an area specifically for, it's actually titled bikinis, uh, pools and hot tubs, right? Something like that. And it's funny when you have these people that say, you know, oh, they're stealing my, my views. If you look at, the average view count of that category versus any other category, it's minuscule compared 
to more like IRL normal like I don't want to say normal like you know more inlined IRL streams Fortnite streams Call of Duty streams those still have the highest views so right there that's showing you that no they're not they have their own audience and that's okay and I'll leave them alone and allow them their audience who will never step foot or have any interest in your content. And if you're that upset because you have little views, take your time, work on your content, look to see what you can make your content better instead of, again, this goes back to the overall theme of tonight, instead of focusing on what everybody else is doing. Don't try to be the next ninja. Don't try to be the next Dr. Disrespect. Don't try to be the next anybody. Just try to be you, authentic to yourself, and see what you can do to elevate your own personality to bring better content to your streams. Content. A.K.A. Mind Your Fucking Business. <laughs> uh, we talked about... Uh, pro-choice and abortions we talked about how to you know we feel uncomfortable sometimes in our own skin and how sometimes both sides doesn't matter what packages you were born with a majority of us experience things similar and vastly different at the same time you know, like how it's not okay to grab a girl, but a girl will get can get away with grabbing a guy. Mm -hmm. and, and stuff's... And Minnie right now is working very hard on a wonderful t-shirt design based around Nazum's eyebrows. And I'm really excited about it because I know it's going to be fucking amazing. Um... But as far as people, you know, at the end of the day, the theme of tonight's podcast is mind your fucking business. Worry about yourself and what you need to do for yourself. And your life will be more enjoyable, less stress. There'll always be stress. But if you're worried more about yourself... And what you have going on in your own life, instead of being stressed out about everybody else around you, you might have an easier time in this life. Just saying. And for those of you who don't mind your own business, and you know who you are, go fuck yourself. This is Pyro, Minnie, Nazum, Froglanostics, and Kesey, and we're all set. Have a good night. See you guys next week. Peace. Thanks We're for listening. Set.